cuando no la llamo Siempre me hace reclamo Discutimos, peleamos Pero llego a casa en la noche, la molesto y arreglamos Welcome to Radio Menea. I am Vero Valletti Flores. And I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And we're excited to bring you episode one of this new podcast about Latino music, specifically a mix of mainstream and alternative jam. The song we were just listening to is Ay Vamos by the notorious J Balvin uh, from 2014, but was everywhere in 2015. And it's appropriate because today our uh, program is about amor, about love. I'm so excited. Um, it's also appropriate because J Balvin, like Beto said, has been everywhere lately. Particularly, he was just on the cover um, in kind of early February. He was on the cover of uh, The Fader. Um, and yeah, which is a huge deal. Yeah. A huge deal because... The Fader is this sort of arts and music and culture magazine for emerging artists. And to have this person who is, you know, a really huge international artist, but is in doing so, uh, his music in Spanish is, I think, a really big deal to be sort of on the cover of that magazine. And in that story, he sort of talks about how he wants mainstream artists to accept Latino artists without having to sing in English, right? Because there's this crossover uh, deal that you have to make where your crossover is that you start singing in English and that's how international markets come to accept you and he sort of rejects that, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, and I'm excited because I generally get really sad when the artists I love start producing in English because I just don't think it's as good. And it's a great story too. There's a really interesting discussion of his race, which, you know, in the Colombian context anyway, he's this blanquito and he's making reggaeton. It's just a great story. Uh, I highly recommend it. And there's lots of like sweet anecdotes like how he uh, he really likes adult coloring books, <laughs> which I just think is like, <laughs> I really love adorable. that. Adorable. I really love yeah. that. And now I follow him on Instagram and it's he's a <laughs> really interesting character. I don't know. It's it, there's a lot going on. He has a lot of tattoos. Does he ever post about his adult colorings? You know, like I have does he yet, post pictures of it? I've yet to see any of the like mandalas that he's coloring, but I'll <laughs> I'll report back next time he, you know, snaps one of those. All right, so we're talking about amor today as a theme because amor is just a huge theme in the music I love, in music in Spanish, in Latino music, perhaps in all music. Um, and I'm definitely the sappier one of this crew. Vero is always making fun of me for being too romantico. <laughs> <laughs> um, despite the fact that I'm currently single, but I just, I have a soft spot for, soft spot for sappy music. I even have a, like my favorite playlist right now. The title of the playlist is just three of the heart eye emojis. So that, of course think, it is. <laughs> that says of something about me. <laughs> well, Perez over here is Team Romantico and I'm 
on team. I don't think I have that many feelings. Although love is definitely a feeling that I have um, sometimes, a lot of times. Um, I'm currently in love. But um, yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Vita Mae Myers. (laughs) Shout out Vita Mae Myers, man. She makes my life so great. But I um I'm not one usually to like be very romantica. I'm not one usually to be all kind of obsessed with the idea of love, but you know, it's the season. We're going to talk about it. So we're going to start with some bachata because A it's me and B love. El aire. Que nunca te han dicho cuánto te han querido Y no sé si podrás hacerlo alguna vez Cada momento que en mis labios yo te tengo Se me eriza la piel y no puedo creer Que estés conmigo cuando empieza a amanecer Cada día, cada noche, cada mes Porque el tiempo se detiene ante tus pies Y yo quiero perderme Amores, yo he salido mal herido. Es diferente porque estoy aquí contigo. Y si mi vida antes no tenía sentido, llegaste tú. El aire que respiro. El aire que respiro by Toby Love. Okay, so reasons I love this song. There are many. And I will say it was hard to pick just one bachata song because they're all about love and I obsess with many of them. But Toby Love is a current um, obsession of mine. I like most of his music. This one is from 2014. You know, I lo- one of the reasons I love his song and I love him particularly is it combines these really classic bachata beats with like a more modern, like urban sound. So it, it's a cool melding of like old and new. Um, it also has all the elements of a classic love song, all the cliches. Been hurt in the past, but being with you makes it all better. Um, you are my everything. And, you know, somehow I think these things sound less cheesy in Spanish. Like whenever I translate the songs, I always think they sound worse, but that might have something to do with my relationship to Spanish and, and romance. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's totally true. It's totally true. When you're just like trying to translate a song in Spanish for somebody that is only an English language speaker, it sounds mad cheesy. It sounds mad cheesy. It's like, I promise it sounds better in English, right? No, I know. It just works better in Spanish. It just does. Well, I have this aversion sometimes to these songs that have so many feelings in them. You know, I just feel like I don't have that many feelings and it's so extra. And um, I think for the same reason, I used to have trouble with like slow jams, right? It was like, oh God, so many feelings. And it's kind of like this barrier to me with bachata too, you know, so much amor. It's just so extra, um, which, you know, as I said, is somewhat hilarious given that I'm in this sort of long-term loving relationship and I have that in my life. But it just seems so dramatic in song form sometimes, don't you think? Right. And But it might make sense actually because you're like in this stable, loving relationship because so many of these songs are about like unrequited love or like love lost or like love that you want but don't have so maybe it makes sense you're in this like very steady not so up and down love place but when you're dating or single or 
you know, right. in and out. Like there's there's a song for every feeling you might ever have, which I've definitely <laughs> I've definitely experienced in the last couple of years of being mostly single and listening to a lot of bachata. So, uh, but I, I hear you, Veto, and I'm definitely on team feelings. But I understand that not everyone is, and, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So Toby Love, uh, he's Puerto Rican, born in the Bronx, um, a Dominican stepfather, which is an interesting part of his biography I didn't know until recently. And that was kind of, yeah, where he got introduced to some of the bachata rhythms. And then he was actually part of Aventura. He was a backup singer um, before he launched his solo career in 2006. According to Facebook and Snapchat, which is clearly where all these artists are at, um, he's been touring and, and working on some new stuff. So I'm excited to see what he might come up with. I really like a lot of his songs. All right, Toby Love. We'll see what you have for us next. <laughs> You're open to it, Beto, a little bit? <laughs> I'm open to it. I'm open to it. I'm getting there with my chata. I got there with slow jams. All right. Awesome. Awesome. We'll, we'll be waiting for you on, this, on Team Bachata. <laughs> so the song that I brought for you all today um, is a song by an artist called uh, Lido Pimienta. It's called Reza Por Mi. a little bit of a different take on Amor, of course. Um, it's sort of about fleeting love. Um, so Lido Pimienta is this amazing Colombiana. She's based out of Toronto. Um, and she's this very cool mujer, you know? She has this amazing political things to say all the time on her social media. She's very proud and vocal about being Afro-Colombian. She's a mother. And, you know, also obviously relevant to this particular podcast, she's an amazing artist. This song is about falling in love with a person for one night and knowing you'll never see them again. So it's this really interesting, sweet song about just being in the moment, right? There's a lot of songs, um, obviously, in the Latino genre of um, Una Noche, you know, that are really sort of lust-driven, and I love those. I One day we have to do a program about lust because I just love those like sort of raunchy songs. But this is not that. This is um, sort of just about, you know, like a really short, sweet love and appreciating the beauty of that moment. Okay, two questions. One, have you ever had that kind of experience where you've like fallen in love with someone for just one night? Mm, maybe. 
maybe. I don't know that like, I feel like I've fallen in love with people with like brief, briefly things. I've definitely certainly shared like one night things with people that were like, this is so amazing and lovely. And then it's like, you know, there's nowhere to go with that. Like a conference boo or something. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Um, I will never tell. I know, right? I know. You know, I don't think I've ever experienced this actually. Like I was thinking about it. I think maybe in high school, like, there were more moments like that, but I don't think I was really, I don't think I really knew what I was looking for at the time, because I was yeah, but... Yeah, okay. definitely when I was super young. Right. You know, when right. I was, like, maybe, like, 17, not, right. like, one night, but, like, you know, um, very short-term, like, little vacation. No right, videos. right. But it definitely <laughs> is the stuff of a lot of pop culture, you know, music, books, movies, that this idea of, like, a one-night, you know, one-night love. Yeah, um, And then, do definitely. You, so do you think that... You know, women are more likely to sing these sort of like really sweet, lovely, loving songs rather than like the really kind of raunchy sex songs that we hear so much. You know, it's certainly more accepted, obviously, for women to be singing about love rather than lust. But I think we see a lot of resistance. And, you know, maybe in an upcoming program about lust, we'll hear a lot of very lusty ladies um, out there, a lot of Latinas singing about sex in a really powerful uh, way that is, you know, not about love, not about long term, just about the moment and about feeling good. And I think that, you know, um, women haven't really been um, told that that's okay, but women are taking it anyway, I think. Yeah. And, you know, in this song in particular, I just, um, I love that there's all of these electronic elements and these melodic synths and, it has also this Caribbean flavor, which is really great. You know, I'm such a sucker for that. I really love it. Um, and if you watch the video, if you get a chance, it's really sweet. It just showcases, um, you know, Lila Pimienta's visual art. She's a visual artist and also queer love. It's just excellent. Highly recommended all the way. She's also not bad to look at, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> she's beautiful. She's beautiful. It's true. Yeah. So bonus point uh, reason to watch the video. <laughs> Um, so the next song is my pick and it actually, I have to admit, crosses the genre and is actually an alternative, more of an alternative song. Um, we're going to hear Los Racas, uh, Magia. Un angelito mira como flota Si yo fuera un caballo ya sería mi potra Mi reina quiero que te unas a mi tropa Y no me rechaces, solo dame el chance De transformar lo nuestro mami es más que romance Aunque sea bastante, yo te quiero bastante Y como un carro quiero que lo nuestro avance So, you know, I, our tastes are more fluid than sort of the dichotomy of this of this podcast tries to point out. So, you know, there are uh, likes things that I like and vice versa. But this, I learned about Los Racas um, a couple of years ago from a lady friend of mine at the time. And um, I just like immediately was kind of in love with their sound. Super sexy, very melodic, um, just, just really grabs me from the beginning. Yeah, I got into Los Racas 
way back now. I'm a little bit surprised, but I'm thinking back. It's 2010 was when I got into Zorracas, and it was because this homie of mine, shout out Josh Healy, he's this amazing poet and comedian and actor in the Bay. Um, and he posted the link to Abrazame on Facebook because Los Racas are actually homies of his. And I loved it immediately. It kind of got hooked me immediately as well um, because it sampled that Egyptian song, uh, Hold You, that was all over my neighborhood um, at the time. In, I live in Caribbean Crown Heights. Folks are always listening to dance hall out their windows, out their cars. And it sampled that song that I've been hearing all over the place. And I was just immediately hooked. Los Racas are this just incredibly talented duo. They're uh, Panamanian, uh, based in Oakland. Uh, their music is often sort of categorized as hip-hop, but definitely has elements of reggaeton, which makes a lot of sense because they're from Panama. Panama is this, the birthplace of reggaeton, the birthplace of, you know, reggae en español. Uh, and that also makes sense because there's this huge African diaspora in Panama, and it's sort of where that beat sort of took hold um, at first in Latin America. And so they really bring all of that to all of their artistry. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't realize that, that Panama is like the root of reggaeton or that, you know, I think when people in the U.S. think of the Caribbean, they think of like Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic. Um, but there's mm -hmm. actually like all of these countries that also share the same sort of, you know, that, that are on the same Caribbean sea, but aren't actually islands in the Caribbean like, um, like Panama. And that's a big influence on Caribbean music. So the other thing, another thing I love about this song is that it has a lot of the same elements as the Toby Love song does, but like in a very different feel, like totally different vibe. Um, there's tons of like religious Catholic references. There's tons of metaphors about love and things like, you know, talking about how she's like unlike anyone that he's ever loved. Um, so, you know, these threads kind of go throughout even when we're really in a different genre altogether. And I kind of love that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, you know, I think this brings up too is, is, you know, it feels like Latino music, like men have so many more feelings than you often see in sort of mainstream, um, you know, American white music. I don't know. What do you think, Beto? Like, do you think that like Latino men are allowed to have more feelings? Yeah. I mean, I feel as though maybe Latino masculinity allows for feelings about women, right? So I think that there's there are some very similar sort of, you know, things that the patriarchy does to Latino men as in Latin America and men in the United States. But uh, one of the things where that the patriarchy is not trying to do necessarily is stifle feelings about women, or at least not stifle their expression, right? Yeah. I think we see a lot of songs by men in in uh, Latin America constantly being hits about loving women and about unrequited love and about how are you going to marry him? Well, you should marry me, you know? And I feel as though maybe that's not as much of a deal. And I think, I think that's why Drake honestly is cornering a lot of this market right mm -hmm. now because Drake is Mr. Team Feelings and that's yeah. unusual yeah. in, in English language music. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it's like he's team feelings and team move That's your right. hips. You know, it's like two things that I feel like Latino masculinity allows that like white masculinity doesn't, which is like moving your hips and having feelings about women. And I really appreciate both of those things and yeah. as elements of our culture. But um, but you're right. Like if you if you're a guy who has feelings about men, like there's been a couple. I think we'll definitely do at least one episode about like queer artists. Like you know, there's like a couple of like, yeah. queer bachata. Like it's so. Um, limited it's so uh, marginalized right so there's it's it's like love feelings but only within this like particular frame and then the women in the videos that you know these artists are in love with they follow really like particular tropes about what femininity is and what beauty is and like a lot of colorism stuff and all sorts of things so it's not um, it's not without its drawbacks but I do appreciate that um, our, our people have, have can have more feelings <laughs> So the next song that I brought for you all uh, is a song by Empress Of, and it's called Need Myself. Empress of is Loreli Rodriguez, who is this mujer from LA, whose mother's from Honduras, and she's currently based in Brooklyn. And what I love about this artist is that she does really everything in terms of her music, right? She records it, and she writes it, and she engineers it, and she produces it. So she's essentially a one-woman shop, which, first of all, is a huge amount of talent but also in the male-dominated fields of engineering and producing, it just says a lot that she has, you know, taken the reins of her music and really wanted to have full control over her art and is doing it and being successful. So this song is about love, um, but it's just about just loving yourself. been putting out music since about 2012, though I caught on to her in maybe 2013 when she put out her Systems EP, which was wonderful. And um, since she's released more music, she's put out her debut full-length album called Me, which this song is from. And she's just really well-developed as an artist, especially considering that she's, you know, not been putting music out as part of this project for that long. And she's super cute. I just read this story about how when she told her mother that she wanted to be a musician, her mother cried. Because, you know, like so many immigrant parents who come here for their kids to succeed, when they hear that they're taking this sort of alternative path that they don't necessarily understand, it's this really big deal. Um, I don't know if you ever had that uh, yeah, experience no, with I your just, parents. My, man, my mom still wants me to be a professor. <laughs> because she's a professor and that's just what she thinks that I would be good at and I've just 
I don't know how long it will be before she finally lets go of that dream for me. <laughs> but yeah, they want yeah. they want security for us and, you know, security looked to a particular way for their generation and I just don't know that that that's what we're what we're doing these days. So I but I totally understand that that feeling. I think an interesting thing about this song too in the context of our podcast is that it's in English, right? And so this mm-hmm. idea like Latino music is not always in Spanish, although I like have a pretty strong preference, I have to say, but um, that, you know, Latino artists create lots of different types of music in English and in Spanish, often using both languages, and and we're basically going to be including any music that's made by Latino people in whatever language they happen to be producing in. Yeah, that's right. And Loreli Rodriguez, as Empress of, this song is in English. She has, some of her songs are in Spanish, so it's really fun that she, you know, to see kind of her switch between um, the languages. And I do love a song about self-love, especially as like a single person. And in this particular era, I think it was a great, it's a great way to, it's a great um, way to end this episode in thinking about, you know, that, that amor is not just about other people, but also amor for ourselves. And her mom is turned around right now. She's actually on her music team. That's right. <laughs> Apparently, Empress is of Empress of's mom, Lorelei's mom, is one hundred percent team Empress of now. She apparently bedazzles a lot of her merchandise, which I think is just the most amazing thing ever. I need to purchase some. I think we might need to have some Radio Menea bedazzled merchandise someday. <laughs> yeah, let's let's Big get a dreams. bedazzler. Is your mom stat. is your mom into bedazzling? <laughs> Could we recruit her? She is not. She does, however, wear bedazzled items. Okay. So right. maybe we can instill a DIY spirit in her. My mom likes to make jewelry, but she's not a bedazzler. So I don't. Know. We'll have to we'll have to find someone else for that. All right. Well, this has been uh, the first episode. Make sure you check out our pilot, which ran before this one, um, of Radio Menea. Thanks so much for listening. We're really psyched to be doing this. We're going to be coming out with a new episode every two weeks. You can find us on radiomenea.com, on Facebook, um, Twitter, and on the interweb. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Shout out to Elizabeth Ackley, a friend of mine and our amazing uh, volunteer audio engineering consultant who has helped us get this podcast together and helped us with editing. We couldn't have done it without you, Ellie. Thank you. Nos arreglamos, nos mantenemos en esa, pero nos amamos, ahí vamos. Ah.